differential diagnosis of autism spectrum disorder in adults. The aim was to describe the most frequent differential diagnosis of autism spectrum disorders ASD in real-world dataset. The study is published by um, Veronika Torns et al. Thank you for listening to this audio file. We work at the center specialized in diagnosing ASD in adults. Two experienced and trained examiners led the diagnostic process in each subject. The process included, in the majority of cases, the use of self-assessment by the AQ and EQ questionnaire, the Read the Minds in the Eye test, the Parents Questionnaire of Child Behavior, EMBAS, a German prosody test, the ADOS 2 Module 4, and um, the School Reports um, Analysis, as described in the other poster. The German is three guidelines stipulate an evaluation of school reports for diagnostic purposes, although scientific studies on this still need to be updated. We filtered our data bank by the diagnosis of ASD and found 357 cases between the years 2017 and 2022. The inclusion criteria of this retrospective chart analysis were presenting or being transferred to our center with the question of suspected ASD. 22 subjects were excluded from the analysis because they did not meet the inclusion criteria as the patients had been diagnosed before and were at the Institute for the Treatment of Comorbidities or ASD itself. And we wondered how many of the patients presenting in our center do finally have an autism and what are the most um, frequent differential diagnoses. All included patients had been thoroughly assessed according to the German S3 guidelines for diagnosing ASD. In the first step, a detailed an um, analysis of the current symptom recording, a general psychological developmental diagnosis and a review of school reports was performed. The results of the ADOS and the overall assessment by the examiner were used as a reference standard to validate the diagnosis of an autism spectrum disorder. In addition, an intensive differential diagnostic clarification always took place. For this purpose, in addition to the SCID 1 and 2, ADHD self-questionnaires were used. Finally, IQ testing was performed if there was an indication of IQ impairment during the diagnostic process. 60% of all patients were male, 40% female. And from those 200 male patients, 18 um, were found with ASD, corresponding to 9%. Of 134 female patients, 8 met the DSM-5 criteria for ASD, corresponding to 6%. Age at first presentation was in the cohort 31.4 years, and the youngest participant was 16, as the center is open for adults only. And the two oldest participants were 65 years old. The age group of 16 to 29 years was significantly overrepresented with 54.3% um, 
of the cohort. Thus, there is a left sloping age distribution. The sample includes 201 males, as previously said. And of the 335 individuals who presented for diagnosing of an ASD, the majority, um, uh, 305 patients, did not meet the criteria for an ASD. In four pers persons, the diagnosis of ASD could not be excluded with fertility. The remaining 26 patients fulfilled the diagnostic criteria of ASD. Of these, 10 patients were classified as having early childhood autism and 3 patients were classified as having atypical autism. In 17 patients, the criteria for Asperger syndrome were fulfilled. This classification is um, according to the DSM-5 um, summarized in Autism Spectrum Disorder. The ratio of male to female patients with ASD was 2 to 3 male to 1 female. If you have the um, poster in front of you, the box plot of figure 4 shows the age of diagnosing group. The box includes the data between the lower and upper quartile, the dash indicates the median, while the black square indicates the mean. <coughs> Additionally, the individual data points are also shown. Note that we were unable to verify or exclude the diagnosis of ASD in four subjects. The oldest patients, or the older the patients were at the presentation, the less probable was a diagnosis of ASD. Yet, one patient with the age of 60 um, was found having the diagnosis of ASD, and this patient was female. The diagnosis was never suspected um, before in this woman. However, the woman lived in assisted housing and had no school graduation. The top six differential diagnoses are affective disorder, depression, ADHD, social phobia, anxious avoidant personality disorder, panic disorder with and without agoraphobia, and obsessive compulsive personality disorder. That personality disorder are often a differential diagnosis is not surprising to our minds. According to the DSM-5 criteria for ASD, deficits in developing, maintaining and end understanding relationships is mandatory. These deficits might range, for example, from difficulties adjusting behavior to um, sweet, um, various social contexts, to difficulties in sharing imaginative play or making friends, to absence of interests in peers. Personality disorders are underdiagnosed. When people with personality disorder seek treatment, their chief complaints are often of depression or anxiety rather than of manifestations of their personality disorder. Once clinicians suspect a personality disorder, they evaluate cognitive, affective, interpersonal and behavioral tendencies using specific diagnostic criteria.
And the diagnosis of personality disorders requires the following. A persistent, inflexible, pervasive pattern of maladaptive traits involving at least two of the following. The cognition, the ways of perceiving and inter interpreting self, others and events, affectivity, interpersonal functioning and impulse control. Patients show relative stability and early onset traced back to at least adolescence of the pattern. And to our experience, patients often report exactly those symptoms such as I do not understand others and I have difficulties initiating and maintaining social interaction. However, patients with personality disorders do not have a disturbed understanding of relationships. Moreover, ADHD was found as a comorbidity only in about 20% of the ASDS group, however in about 41% in the ASD no group. We believe some of the found diagnoses are indeed differential diagnoses rather than comorbidities. However, as the sample was analyzed retrospectively and the patients initially presented at our center for diagnostic purposes, we focused on explaining patients' suffering. This approach might have led to an underestimation of the comorbidities in the ASD group as this was not in the scope of the original task. We conclude that ASD in adults is suspected considerably too frequent. ADHD, personality disorders and conditions from the group of phobic and anxiety disorders are more often differential diagnoses than comorbidities. These data might be particularly relevant from a patient management perspective.